Uh, yeah. I think you missed a golden opportunity. I did. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess not everybody in the audience needs to know my bidet stories. Yeah, not everybody's German and into shit story, shit fetishes. No. I, I will say something quite funny, though, is uh, we we bought a tushy, you know, a bidet. That's the brand. Oh, yeah, the one that hooks up to the actual water um, outlet. It's a minimal install requirement. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ten minutes, man. Did it myself. I got to say, it was it was easier than changing like the the tank shit inside the tank you know your uh your valves and your lids and all the shit to make the water go in the bowl anyway see that's like the extent of my my home depot knowledge that was (laughs) almost a advertisement for tushy now i must ask you did you upgrade to the one that includes hot water or are you are you spraying cold water up your boo hole uh well i gotta tell you when i go into the boom boom room uh it's unfortunately uh also a little (laughs) ice spritzer because uh we did not upgrade and there is a reason though which is you do have to have the proper hookups Ah, i see yeah we would have needed a plumber to come in to route the line through the sink uh appliance and uh, our sink cabinets so uh, some some though some bathrooms there is a warm water hookup by the toilet and you don't need to run any extra lines so it's really easy to hook up you can tell by the uh, the uh, little connections behind your porcelain throne yeah I could say no well maybe in hindsight there is a silver lining there that uh, you know it's a nice refreshing you know perk yeah. to your day it's perking you up. More yeah. ways than one. Yeah. This fella doesn't have brown eyes. He's got pink eyes all day long. <laughs> <laughs> now that uh, everyone's picturing my asshole, this episode of the best MMA podcast in the world, except for Anik and Florian and Morning Combat and any reputable podcast. Welcome to the Pretty Neat Podcast. <laughs> trio uh, is ryan how are you yeah yeah if we were in eiffel tower i'm not sure which portion i would be but you know definitely pleasure to be here (laughs) (laughs) the pleasure is all on whoever's on the outside of the tower (laughs) so uh yeah this episode is brought to you by tushy uh for all your bidet needs but no like a bidets are the future i mean it's just less paper it's less waste uh it's it's feels better come on it's more hygienic well that's debatable i guess but there was a different reason i was telling that whole story which is um 
when I first referred somebody to Tushy because it was awesome, they typed in the wrong thing on Google, I guess, because yeah. apparently Tushy, they're like Tushy Clean or Tushy Bidet or Tushy something because whatever Tushy Com they put in was pornography. <laughs> And they thought my wife and I were real weird. Because <laughs> it you was gotta, all <laughs> you gotta go here. <laughs> and there were even an assortment of clean assholes to see. So <laughs> this freshly episode, freshly cleaned. This episode of the best MMA podcast in the world, except for Anik and Florian and Morning Combat and any reputable podcast we are the best of the irreputables i would say yes probably we We're probably the, we probably claim that title yeah the, the most decent degenerates yeah <laughs> the most decent of the indecent <laughs> yeah you you and dom though you, your two minds combined blow mine <laughs> Man, you can like, you can see that at tushy.com <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> Ugh, choked on my beverage. Well, Dom will be here in a minute, but uh, man, time change. Fuck you up. You good? You like the rest, the extra sleep? I'm good. You know me. I'm an early riser to begin with. So for me, it's almost like getting an extra hour of sleep. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm good with it. You know, I was thinking about it, and I was telling my wife Ashley that feels like we used to do the time change earlier and that's actually true it wasn't just like one of those uh mandela effects we actually have been moving the time change further and further back but now three quarters of the year for people that do daylight savings time it's 75 percent of the year um whereas it used to be 50 50 you know i was like go down a rabbit hole reading about daylight savings times and now I guess like 17 states are legislating it so that they are just always on daylight savings time because apparently it's more of a benefit to commerce. When people yeah. get off work and it's still daylight, they are more inclined to go shop and spend their money as opposed to when it's dark and they just want to go home. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. And I mean, now, I mean, daylight savings time was originally done for farming or is that a myth no that's a that is true yeah it was so, originally I mean, done to maximize the daylight but this is the united states of america we don't give a shit about farmers here are you kidding <laughs> but this is an mma podcast and uh, i think there is something we can chat about before dom okay that's here uh which is our results because we made some picks last week and we made some picks i'm did. pretty sure i picked every type of finish instead of just a win and i immediately regret that <laughs> yeah you did you propped you propped almost every almost every bet uh but uh you know what though we all start with 50 grand for anybody who's just joining us every week we like to make bets uh, every week uh, a week on big cards we like to make bets and uh and um we all play with 50 grand because we're loaded like that. And we like to see how each other do. There's Ryan making it fucking rain on the Stack webcam. that cheddar. Stacking it. Um, this is what we do. 
uh, on the Pretty Neat Podcast. Uh, you can join our Discord if you want, and um, there you can also make fun of our picks, and maybe we'll put video links there. I don't know. <laughs> be kind of cool. Uh, I'm going to start calling you DZ by the end of this, just because I like BC, how he calls... Uh, <laughs> call LT, like, BC. How, yeah. You got like, that BDE. Yeah, you're DZ <laughs> to me. <laughs> you see? You see? Oh, shit. There's an Italian man waiting in the waiting room. Okay. Here he comes, the man in charge. Okay, so... This, uh, we all lost money. We all lost 20 grand. We all made it out, right? There he is. Here comes the missing third, the, the trace of the amigos. I am not late. <laughs> That's right. You're on time. My Zoom was not cooperating, but here I am. Yeah. Here I am again on my own. Okay. I love Creedence Clearwater Revival. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh welcome that, to the Pretty Neat Podcast. That everyone. joke goes back so far. That it style does. of joke anyway. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to the Pretty Neat <laughs> Podcast. Uh go to www.thepretyneatpodcast.com if you want merch to get our podcast. Uh you can also see our running totals for the PNP picks. Uh Every week we play around a fifty grand each because we're ballas, mad fucking ballas, and, and uh, we kind of didn't do well. No, this week we were terrible. Yeah, <laughs> I got Canelo by KO. I was happy with that. Yo, your Canelo by KO is what won you thirty grand. That brought yeah. you back because you you picked that prop, man. Nice call. Of course, we. <laughs> we some we, some would say an obvious call. Ryan got lucky in that he ran out of money before he could bet on plant because of the MK curse. Okay. Okay. Uh, Time out. I did. I, I listened to it back and you put Dom's bet on my line <laughs> for 15 oh. K. That's why I was like, how am I negative money? I was like, no, no, no. I, I planned this out somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> and I listened to it and I'm like, I put 15k on the on that line, but it's fine because to your point, I got to somewhat <laughs> retract my plant win bet, which was obviously a poor choice. Now, I I was so impressed though by your Justin by UD. It was it was the fight of the night, and I did say that. So I will, I will was, have a small, a small victory there. I, I want to see him fight again. The same, same. You want to see a rematch? I do. I do too. It'd just be fun. <laughs> and I don't think either of them can beat Poirier, so it doesn't really matter. But no. Did either of you watch Canelo and Plant, and then we can kind of move on? No. I watched. Uh, up to round four, and then my yeah. stream stopped. So I had it on, and I had the UFC fight on my big TV, and the UFC card, rather. I think it was mostly Rose and uh, Zhang Wei Li while Canelo was in the ring. And here's the thing, man. I, I want to say it was the PBC, the Professional Boxing Championship, whatever they call it, announcers who were really really trying to sell Caleb Plant's performance. And I, you know, 
it's kind of embarrassing. They're like, I had it 5-5 going into the 11th. It's like, what fucking fight are you watching? Canelo literally (laughs) outlanded him to the tune of like 12% and pushed him around the ring for the entire time. And just because Caleb Plant didn't get fucking flatlined in the first three minutes doesn't mean... I, I mean... That means there's there's some there's some fucking judge there that's like, but did you see Caleb Plant's defense? I'm giving him none of the none of the judges had it even close. (laughs) One of them had it like one nineteen, one twelve. So Canelo handily won that fight. It was never in doubt. I I don't know that Caleb Plant won a round. If he certainly not two or three. So canelo has reached that status though we talked about it a little last week people want to see him lose the betters want to see him lose it's it's getting to a point where it's like all right can anyone stop him and the answer is no and he put caleb plant down and well caleb was held up by the ropes and then he got up and like did the drunk stumble like like diagonally from where he was when the referee was like come here put your hands up and caleb's like no i'm fine and then you know it was all over all over i will say as these things often are that uh in my in my review of all of the post fight uh examinations the pedestal that you're putting canelo on does not sound without merit it it really does kind of sound like he's sort of transcended time in a sense uh he'll be a tyson he'll be there will be future canelos right like there will will be old men and there'll be a young fighter that we're like, that's the new Canelo. Uh, yeah, for sure. And he he's reaching a plateau that very, very few fighters have ever reached. The problem is he doesn't have, there's, he's kind of running out of opponents, right? The triple, the third triple G fight, I think is what everyone wants to see. We'll probably get it. Maybe Cinco de Mayo. He always fights Cinco de Mayo, but I don't think triple G has it in him anymore. I think he's, He's lost a step or two. Yeah. Yeah. No no shade at Triple G, of course. But. None. None. How was your week? <laughs> that, was, that was that was like the best like head. That was night at the Roxbury level tilt. Anyway, <laughs> I thought it would have been better after getting that massive prop win. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to know who else is ascending into greatness? Yes. Kamaro Usman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you think of his performance over Colby Covington? Are you asking me? Yeah. I am much more interested in what the two of you thought. Okay. Ryan, do you want me to go first? Sure. Holy shit, man. Holy shit. I mean, I know it went to decision and we got to see, you know, the fifth round that never was, if you will. Um, I do not I do not think Covington has a, a claim to to having won that fight uh, as he so did. Just look at their faces afterwards. Like, I hate to say it, but is that what he's saying? Uh, he didn't at first, but you know he's going to pull back and, and yeah. blame everyone else pretty soon. Um, anyway, like, but I mean, what I what I should say is um, he just got dominated even longer, <laughs> in my opinion. They just both got equally better. 
and Camaro is still better. Yes, the round two was the indication, right? Where he knocked him down twice. Why some judges didn't score that a 10-8. Um, probably just need more defined rules as to what a 10-8 is. Because judges are fucking morons. Yeah, judges are morons. You know, we're, we're, we'll always reference the Adelaide bird. Um, <laughs> of the Adelaide birds of the world. <laughs> just judging with their eyes closed. But to your point, right? Um, what Aaron was trying to say is, or did say, not trying to say, he did, he succeeded. That there is chatter amongst the people on the interwebs that Colby should have been given the win in that fight, that he did more, uh, in the exception of rounds one and two, to win the fight. And I'm 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 thinking about this just right off the top of my head. I think this is like the Trump effect, where people are are attached to him. Okay. Because of how how polarizing he is, like people either love Colby or they fucking hate Colby. And you can probably tell which side of the fence that I'm leaning on, but you get that extreme bias and they are, their judgment is not sound. And then you get all of this internet chatter, uh, you know, he won the fight or he won the election, you know, these types of things. <laughs> and... <laughs> And, and that really, I'm, I'm thinking there's a, a, a pretty definitive uh, correlation there between the two, the way that they carry themselves. It's a character. They're very exaggerated. And, you know, Colby is, is pulling a Donald Trump. And he's got his own rabid fan base now that are just spewing nonsense and saying, yeah, he won the fight three rounds to two which, I mean, I haven't gone back and watched a, a second time, but I didn't have any sort of doubts after watching it live that it was going to be anything other than a unanimous decision for Kamaru. So that is how I feel about that. Masvidal's going down the same path. So, well, he just got hurt, right? So he's not fighting? Yeah, he pulled out. Yeah. That's a bummer. Okay, so... I've heard talk that the Colby thing is an act that he's not really like that. And then there was that moment at the end of the fight where they sort of like made up a little bit. And who's that ref? Dan Margliata was yeah. like, yeah. you can, you guys can kiss later. Let's, we got to do the decision first. That showed me that Colby knows that he lost that fight. I watched every minute of that fight. There was at no point. Did it feel like Colby was winning or going to win? Mm-mm. I was feeling so good didn't i have third round ko Mm -hmm. i was feeling so good about that at the end of the second when colby went down twice no i had third round ko (laughs) what did i have usman by ko just in general so did ryan okay i was well i I was feeling good about it would (laughs) have worked out either way right um yeah i was he's clearly the better fighter colby's very good i don't hate colby i don't really love him but same place I don't think he has enough. I don't think he ever will. The the most interesting, and I, I've said this on the show before, and I'm parroting it, but it, it is an interesting way of looking at it, right? So there's all these guys in sports that if it wasn't for the other guy would be the greatest of all time, right? And, and it sucks because, like, if we take UFC or boxing out of it, you could look at football. How many Super Bowls would Aaron Rodgers have if Tom Brady didn't exist? 
Mm-hmm. It's it's more than one for sure. How many would Patrick Mahomes have? We know he'd have at least two, but Tom Brady has more than every other active quarterback combined. So, and I think more than every other franchise combined in the last like thirty years. You really have to dig to some of those Dallas Super Bowls to get there. So the point, and if you can't count New England, of course, but the point is like there's just not enough days in the year, and there's not enough hours in the day to overcome the difference between Covington and Usman and, and Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury and maybe Rose and Weili Zhang or Zhang Weili. I think there's just some, you know, Amanda Nunez and everybody they put her in the cage with, there's just not enough. There's not enough time in existence to catch them. It, it might be close, but there's simply not enough. And Kobe, I don't think we'll ever have it. And it sucks because if, if, and I think Dana White said it, if Usman doesn't exist, Kobe's champion, but he does and he isn't. So move on. Like, would he have any sort of chance in middleweight? No. I don't, he's way too small. He's too small, but he's also too big to go down to 155. Yeah. He mm-hmm. is the definitive, you know, he's in the right weight class at, at welterweight, but he's just a, you know, he's a bridesmaid and not a bride. You know what Stylebender would do to him? He would fuck him up. <laughs> the worst thing you could do. And and not to say Colby, you know, Colby's an aggressive fighter, but like the worst thing you can do is rush Stylebender. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. And then, and then what? You're just going to keep the distance and let him pick you apart with those fucking long ass arms? Like, get out of here. That's not yeah. Gonna... Get the fuck out of here. Well, now we've got this title fight to talk about that happened. Okay. Too. This one I want to go first on. I have an unpopular opinion. And then I'm going to get out of the way. You ready? Go for it. I don't like Rose Namajunas. Okay. Explain. Nope. That's all I have to say. Really? No. Just I, I don't like her. <laughs> I don't. Something about. I don't get why everyone thinks she's so hot. Which whatever. Teach their own. Who's everyone? I've heard a lot of people say it. A lot of people have said it. Oh, okay. I liked her when she had hair. I don't like anything about her i i I respect her skill right i I respect her distance but yeah i i just don't like her and when she was i was so nervous for her when she was walking out shouting i'm the best i'm the best like not often (laughs) is the person who's saying they're the best actually the best so she looked great i guess i thought waylee had her moments i think you run that fight a hundred times it probably goes 62 48 rows Right, but Zhang wins some of them for sure. I think so, so too. What do you think? I about... just don't like her, but she could fight Shevchenko or something. That'd be cool. Well, how about uh, her Ryan? Head kicked off. <laughs> <laughs> Probably would. Uh, yeah. Ryan, odds are um, she's going to have a rematch with Carla Esparza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Rose, what I'm thinking too, and and she got choked out by Carla. Uh, and uh, she got dominated by Carla first, not when they were in stand up. Um, but uh, but I'm looking forward to that. And to me, like a real true test of Rose's greatness is going to be if she can submit Carla because Carla's going to take it to the ground, right? Um, what are you thinking? Uh, to your point, right? Rose even came out and said the only fight that makes sense is Carla Esparza, uh, based on her winning streak. 
and relative rankings. Um, I don't know. Uh, Carla is a really good pressure fighter. The only way Rose has a improved chance than the last time is how well she has improved her wrestling in reverse or just takedown defense. And then also, is she going to be able to pick her off while she's coming in, right? She's going to hit her with something. I don't know. You, I don't look at Rose and think she's got this great build to stop takedowns. Uh, but then again, right, to my point, Israel Adesanya doesn't look like a guy who can stop takedowns very well. But in his own weight class, he's fucking effective at doing it. So I, I could be wrong. And it, I just think it's the unknown because we haven't seen it. Um, but I would love to see that fight, you know, run it back, gives Rose <clears throat> some added motivation to kind of get that loss back. And it and was for, like the finale of the first women's ultimate fighter too. It was the finale and also the inaugural, right? Was it the inaugural strawweight championship fight? Yes. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. All the way back. Are, are either of you looking at it? No. Do you do you know when that fight was? I would say 2013. 2015. December 12th, 2014. Damn. Oh, shit. Oh, sh- dang, that was a long time ago. And Ryan takes a shot. <laughs> no, I was just I, <laughs> I was just finishing my delicious pint of Guinness. Mm. Yum. Yes, cold knock, weather. Knock. Who dare? oh no so okay you said that and i was like is that photoshopped that's that was my question is it photoshopped it is no it's not this picture of frankie edgar don't do that is a hundred percent real he looks like a grumpy old man yep it it kind of went a little meme crazy uh but yeah that his there was a perfectly timed photo of Cheeto's foot hitting his chair. He looks like Homer Simpson. Oh. He looks like Homer. It's so sad. Anyway. And it's, it's so sad because I really thought, man, Marlon hasn't really fought anybody, and he's proven. And yes, he's older, but good style matchup. And then when you saw him inside the cage, like next to each other, I was like, fuck. Marlon Vera uh, is so much bigger than him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, way bigger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was kind of surprising. And and he looked good too. Like Vera. I mean, ever since the Sean O'Malley fight, he has this air about him of not as good as we think he is. Because he didn't beat Sean. Sean lost, right? If, if you will, because he got hurt. Um, but I'm a believer now. I would like to see him fight somebody a little higher up. I, I really hate his haircut in that picture that you have up there. <laughs> and that is the extent of my analysis. <laughs> I don't like your haircut, but you can fight. Yeah, he sure can. He sure can. I mean, and he's got a lot of motivation behind him because if you don't know his story, he came to the United States to basically make a living to provide for his daughter who I believe has I'm not sure if it's a rare type of illness or not but uh, I know she needed some sort of surgery right right but it's 
it, it's pretty motivating when you hear like the backstory and you get to know what what's really driving him. So it makes me more of a fan. Uh, I just really didn't think that he was ready for that step up in competition. But lo and behold, I was wrong as fuck. It was pretty insane. Oh, my gosh. Okay. We've got to talk about potential fight of the year. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Chandler Gaethje. I mean, okay. Gaethje is fighting Poirier. After he beats, <laughs> after you assume he beats Charlie Olives, okay, got it. I'm into that, but holy shit! Like just looking at these, the significant strikes by Target, eighty three <laughs> to the head of Gaethje. Holy balls! That, that's saying Gaethje took eighty three to the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. If anything, I think that one maybe could have been a split decision. I don't know about unanimous. I'm a Michael Chandler fanboy, but Gage is pretty good. He's pretty good. You know what's Gage funny? I'm not good. sure how you guys felt, but obviously the leg strikes were a fucking difference maker because yeah. Chandler was very compromised. But did any of you think when they were in close? That Gaethje was throwing his his right hand like it was almost coming down, and it looked very slow. Like I was like, "Wow, why isn't Chandler just piecing him up with like uh, a quick left right combination?" But it never really happened with good consistency. But over and over again, you would see Gaethje wasn't really moving his head at all, which seemed like a step back in his progression as a fighter. And he's throwing this right hand, this right hand that instead of taking the shortest distance, he's coming over and down. And it just, it, it looked off to me. I didn't know if anybody picked up on that. Do you think he didn't respect Chandler's power? That would be a mistake, right? That would be a tactical error. And, and Trevor Whitman is too good of a coach to like, not tell him like, you're making a fucking mistake. You need to make sure that you are, using your jab because prior to that when he fought ferguson and was the last time he fight was the, was the last time he fought was khabib mm-hmm. so ferguson right he was using his jab really effectively now in hindsight you would think okay maybe ferguson really wasn't at the same level he was prior and now that is more of an more evident when you look at Gaethje versus Chandler, who is still pretty much at the top of his game, and he was getting hit with fairly good consistency and appeared to not be as fast as he was against Tony Ferguson. But obviously, yeah. I don't I can't say with you know 100 percent confidence that that is the case. Just if you look at those two fights, you see Justin Gaethje using the jab really effectively, not getting hit looking like the far faster fighter and then him fighting Chandler where he had his toughness on full display. And it almost just looked like Justin Gaethje when he first got into the UFC where he's like, I will get hit three times so that I can land two punches on you. And I just hope that my chin holds up. And I mean, eventually that's what won him that fight because Chandler fucking teed off on him a couple of times. And I was shocked 
that he did not go down. <laughs> yeah. Do so randomly because this has come up in the MME MMA tweeters and all of those where you can find us at the Pretty Neat Podcast, by the way. Um McGregor, uh, if he came back at that weight class, Chandler maybe is a comeback fight. And then if he comes back at 170, uh Masvidal because he'll be recovering from that injury and they're not going to wait on Leon, right? I think it, I think at 170 he fights Nate. I you think, think you're so? right. Just the trilogy. Yeah, I think from a money standpoint, I think yeah. that's what everyone wants to see. You wouldn't want to see McGregor Masvidal? I would love to see that, but <sighs> I think you that know, would be an interesting throwing of hands. When is when is McGregor supposed to be ready to fight? I would imagine in the springtime. Yeah, okay. in the spring, at least by International Fight Week, which and, we should all go to Vegas. And Nate has in one July. fight left on his contract. Yep. Which he hasn't signed yet. Is he potentially holding out for that? I hope so. Chances uh, are, I would hold. If I were Nate, I would hold out for that because that's the most money I can make in my last fight in the UFC, hypothetically. That would break every fucking record. A trilogy to even the score? Ah, oh, man. I'd pay for that one. I'd, okay, I'd pay for that one. Yeah, I think the move for Connor, which I, I really don't want to talk about, is 170. I think 155, the book is closed. I don't think he can beat Poirier. I guess the question becomes, and I think you're right about Gaethje not moving his head, you go ahead and stand in there and don't move your head with Dustin Poirier. And <laughs> it's It's a super quick fight. So just what the fuck ever like it just won't work so i i think that poirier is the best fighter in the division so all i like all these other fights i like the makachev i think for chandler maybe benil dariush i don't know what you do with him you got to get him a win i think if you want to like ride the michael chandler train um maybe he fights Oliveira if if Oliveira loses i guess the weird thing is what happens if Oliveira wins then I yeah, think good question. Oh, yeah. What if Oliveira won? Not out of the realm of possibility, especially if they went to the ground. Man, Dustin's no. no slouch on the ground, though. Yeah. And I think, oh, God, that would be such a fun. We're not going to talk about this. We, we are going to talk about <laughs> If Oliveira wins, that'd be yeah. so. Well, it's the next big numbered card, and it's on my birthday. And I, w- I wanted to run this by you guys. I'm going to be in Vegas like two weeks before that, but we could do like a, a real life pretty neat parlay. There's some good fights on this card. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What, when is, what is the date of that? December 11th. Damn it. <laughs> I might be there the week before. In Vegas? I might be in California. Oh. Uh, okay. I'll bring you a birthday present. Yay! That'd be dope. Uh, I'd be into that. We'll do a pretty neat parlay. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the fights that are this weekend, though? How yes. about your your kickboxer with the flying knee? Oh, yeah, Alex Bahida. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Do you think they're just going to keep on setting him up, or do you think they're going to put him in the top 10 next? You got to move on him. He's 34. He's, he's yeah. not in the top 10 right now. Do you think his next fight will be? I do. Someone in the top 10? Mm-hmm. Who? Calvin Gaslam? That not, actually wouldn't not, be a bad idea. Not bad. 
Gasolim is 10th is where I got that. Yeah, I could see them putting him in there with Gastelum and soon because they would want to capitalize on Gastelum's streak, I guess. Uh, but uh, yeah, that'd be a good win for him too. It would test him, especially if Gastelum took him five rounds. Holy shit. I'd like to see so. that. But uh, you're right. They want to move him up because they want to sell then, that card. And then, of course, a uh, guy who thinks the floor is moving backwards or forward, <laughs> Shane Burgos. Shane Burgos. Got the victory. <laughs> Good for him. Shout out, I guess. <laughs> it, it, it sucks that it had to go after uh, Gaethje and Chandler. Yeah. I mean, that would have been really – you would have been really excited if that was right before G- Gaethje and Chandler. But it was somewhat anticlimactic. Um, it was a good fight. Mm-hmm. You know, you mentioned uh, Chris Barnett uh, being one of America's favorite fighters. But, <laughs> Did he um, win? I don't even know what happened in that fight. <laughs> oh, oh he, my he god! He won by spectacular. <laughs> you didn't oh know? My no, god. I. You know what? I had to. I had to go i i think i was telling you guys a friend of mine was playing guitar at a local establishment so i went and supported him uh and made it just for the uh oh by spinning wheel kick no less oh wow <laughs> oh my god dude I, he can do a spinning wheel kick you were about to what? witness greatness <laughs> that was his come out that's his walkout dance this dude was so pumped. He was hyped to the nines. So obviously my comments did not hurt his feelings. Not what not not so much in and of its look at this. You could see him loading up on that. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Watch this. Props to whoever made that video on YouTube. Yes, that was excellent. Excellent sync. (laughs) Well, well, A, congrats to him on that fucking awesome thing and swinging his body and doing. When that happened, I wanted to call you, Dom, but I refrained. Like uh, I said, he's a super athlete. We should all respect him. <laughs> well, he, he he's he is, and now you are correct. You were you were incorrect about him being America's favorite athlete when we did our last episode. He was America's second favorite athlete at that time. Now he is America's favorite athlete because. Ooh. Who was the first favorite at that time? He is fighting this weekend, <laughs> and he's the co-main event. Oh, are we going here? Already? Benjamin Rothwell. Okay. Benjamin Rothwell. We've been talking about him since, like, episode three mm-hmm. of this podcast. <laughs> what did I say? So, did he fight Chris Barnett? Yes, he did. That was his yeah, last fight. And I'm pretty sure my tag was Ben Rothwell versus Chris Barnett is what makes America great. And I stand by it. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think he's going to do this weekend against uh, Rogerio Delima? It's cool, how you, it's cool how you think I've heard of Delima. You haven't? No. Okay. He's fought a couple of times. He used to fight a light heavyweight. 
what's strange is if i'm if i'm being hard on myself for a second after like number six and then save for tybura and aspinall and walt harris and spivak there's a bunch of heavyweights i'm just not familiar with for as much as i love heavyweight fighting i just don't follow it outside of the the biggest names but uh i think big ben's gonna win i i wouldn't put a single penny on it but yeah i would i would bet on ben on this in this fight he's He's the the favorite he is the favorite yeah that kind of surprises me just because he's uh he looks like me nude (laughs) (laughs) you know what though go to the go to the i'm on espn if you look at his picture it's the same one rothwell's no click on it (laughs) he's kind of got a six-pack does he not there not there right there a little bit okay i see oh my i'm gonna stop clicking things yeah, I do. I see it. A little bit. Yeah. Here's the thing. If you were at the gym and you saw that guy throwing around just crazy weight on the bench press or something, you'd be like, look at fucking him. But next to, you know, super athletes like Francis Ngano, he doesn't look quite as physically imposing. But he, I would imagine your experience with him in person would be pretty different. He almost has a little bit of a Tyson Fury bod. Little bit. Little bit. Little bit. That that like hyper that like hyper dad bod of like get away from my child type bod. Yeah, I'm working on it myself. Exactly. Yeah, you got it. I got the hair. <laughs> I did, and I but I. My I wife was... won't let me do steroids yet, but you know, once I'll get there. I'll get I went there. and got tested for that for low T. And, yeah, uh, and they're like, no, they're like, you you should not take steroids. You know, you can do a cream now. <laughs> Really? I'm entirely sure where the cream goes. Under your arms. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah, it goes under your arms. I would like to try that. Not that I'm on testosterone replacement, because I'm not, but I just, I know. <laughs> I, hey, wouldn't, I would. uh, wouldn't knock you if you were. Nah. Nah. Uh, I would, uh, I'm gonna need some testosterone for the Max Holloway and Yair Rodriguez fight, though. Okay. You need some testosterone? Explain why, why that is. Because I'm going to be jumping up and down. I'm going to be like, I'm going to be throwing things around my house. I'm going to be pacing back and forth. I will be moving more than I have moved. It's going to be two years. super one-sided. <laughs> you think so? You think Max is just going to dominate? Uh, I mean, yeah. Dumb. I mean, yes. ch- ch- chances are, yes. Uh, Yair hasn't fought in two years. And now he's coming in and fighting arguably the best featherweight that's ever been Mm -hmm. who puts a pace on people who does not stop who has incredible defense and has quote the best boxing in the ufc you were quoting him (laughs) the best boxing in the ufc <laughs> to quote the best boxer in the UFC about the best boxer in the UFC. I have quote the best boxing in the UFC. <laughs> I mean, Yair does have some amazing elbows, and yes, he is known for his kicking prowess. But Max Holloway is the fucking G. The G of G's in the featherweight division. 
And he's probably going to go up to lightweight after this. <laughs> you think so? He even said so. Oh. Oh, my. That's he, interesting. He, he even said so. So Here's um, the thing, though. What's the thing? How, like, what do you think Poirier is cutting? Because I heard Chandler walks at, like, 190. I wouldn't doubt that. <laughs> so what do you think someone like Dustin Poirier is cutting? Or even Justin think- Gaethje, who's not a small guy? Yeah, Gaethje probably is like my size um, okay. when I'm in good shape because I'm not right now. Um, but I would say that Poirier is probably around 190, 195 as well. Yeah. He, he looks he looks pretty... Um, Dustin's a big guy. Yeah, he looks pretty stout, I guess is the pro- appropriate that, way to say it. That worries me for Holloway going up. Agreed. I mean, because I don't... He doesn't cut much to get to featherweight, I don't think. No, the word on the street is that he has a hard time making 145. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But he's also tall. Yeah, he had an interview once where he said that um, not the heaviest he had been, but there there were times when he could recall weighing 183. Holloway? Holloway. Oh, you're, you're saying Chubby he has trouble Holloway. getting down to 145. Yeah. yeah. So oh. not, not saying that Holloway walks around at 180. But I could see him walking around at 160, 165. Yeah, I could see that too. And not to say that it's going to be like a quick process, but you could definitely train your body to put on some mass and and be a competent lightweight in terms of your actual physical size. Okay. You don't what think if, he's gonna he's gonna fight Volkanovski then? If he does, here's the problem, right? So both fights ultra close. I don't think Volkanovski is going to go to any other weight class. I don't think he can go down. I don't think he's going to go up. Max could go up. And they're the only two. They're the only two people in 145 that are just like clearing away the best two fighters in the division. Are they just going to continue to fight each other over and over and over and over and over again? Well, I, I could see him taking the belt from Volk. Like, if they fight one more time mm-hmm. and he takes the belt and his next fight is champ champ against Poirier for a rematch oh, shit. for Poirier's belt. You know, it would be Max Holloway coming back and being like, we fought for this exact belt already once I want a second shot. And now I'm in your weight class. Wait. So, so Poirier went down. No, no. Max Holloway went up. Yeah. Oh. Max Holloway went up. Yeah, okay. that was for the that was for the interim before yeah. uh, before he fought before he fought Khabib. Khabib. That wasn't even that long ago, <clears throat> April twenty nineteen. Yeah, uh, and so I I would love to. I could see Max really being in a win win if he fought if he wins this fight and fought Volk one more time, uh, and then if he won, go to lightweight and challenge for the belt. Uh, and if he lost, go to lightweight. Uh, and then on this fight, if he loses, go to lightweight. See what he can do. I think he would be a great welcome back fight for McGregor. Except for uh, after Nate. <laughs> At 155, man, I, I, think, I think Max puts him away. No offense to McGregor, but I mean, Max is, Max is legit. I don't know if I would take Max in that fight. Against Connor? against connor uh i think a healthy connor and a locked in connor is a nightmare for max holloway (laughs) yeah 
I do too. I think mm, this is seeing. I don't. I now now in in all reality, I don't know if we're ever going to see a fully healthy and locked in Connor ever again. Uh, but <laughs> yes, in all transparency, right? I I don't think his best laser focused days are um in front of him. Are in front of him, stretch, they're behind yeah. him. Yes. Give me some of that, you dong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, song you dong coming back. Chaos is fighting again. Uh it's freaking Miguel Beza. Beza was uh he sure uh he lost to Ponzinibbio. Yeah. Our favorite Argentine, FYI. Oh, Tiago Moises is coming back after his headliner. Remember that? <laughs> no, you don't remember his last fight? <laughs> really no i remember the name oh geez well who you're gonna fight, be who did he fight last <clears throat> makachev <laughs> there was a fight night makachev versus moises submission round four yeah yeah he got his ass kicked the whole time i'm sure he did because Islam Makhachev doesn't really look like a lightweight. He looks like a welterweight. He fights at 155. We were doing the show at that point. I don't remember talking about that at all. <laughs> <laughs> that goes I, to show you how much we talked about it. Like, I'm what? sitting here thinking, I mean, I, I know sometimes I drink, but good Lord. Like, hmm, do I have a drinking problem or do all Dagestanis look alike? <laughs> <laughs> Well, they lack name creativity, that's for sure. <laughs> we have both. Uh, Chris Cyborg is also fighting this weekend. Can you okay. believe it? <laughs> I'm glad to know that it's it's still not us. Denade Kavanaugh. Oh, hey, there's Aaron Pico. A lot of people are high on him. That is true. Mm-hmm. Well, he's, uh, he's training out of Jackson Week now, so he's yeah. really gone back to his wrestling that's right. His where I watched a fight he lost. Wasn't it the Corrales one? Everyone was talking about that him then, or one of those two fights that are losses there. He was starting to get some some yeah, play. It's got to be the Corrales one because he was on yeah. a four fight win streak. Mm-hmm. And they and were all first round KOs. Yeah, and it was on the Fedor card, mm-hmm. and then he gets knocked out in the first round. Like later, bro. <laughs> Wacky shit. Wacky shit. What else we got tonight, fellas? I like, I like, didn't have anything planned. The time change fucked me up. I'm being honest. I think, I think we could put the structure in place for a pretty neat parlay for, for 269. Ooh. Okay. Start kicking around a couple ideas. Let it, let it marinate that. a little bit. It's obviously too soon to choose them. We've got some fucking fights on this card, though. Good Lord. Even with no Masvidal. O'Malley, Cody Garbrandt, Kaikara France. Amanda is going to beat Juliana Pena. And then Poirier <laughs> and Charles Oliveira. Okay, so I would, uh, I would initially pick Poirier to beat Oliveira. Obviously, Amanda to beat Pena. Um, we're not going to get to see Leon Masvidal. I like Cody going down, but I'm I'm concerned to see what his body's gonna look like at 125. <sighs> O'Malley's always a fun fight. I have no idea who Raulian uh, Paiva is. 
Hey, he's number well, 15. Yeah, it's, it's so weird. The first fight with a number. Yeah. So weird the way they're treating this O'Malley thing. Well, O'Malley's choosing it. He would rather fight the lower-ranked fighter because he thinks it doesn't matter because I'm getting paid the same. Uh, Jeff Neal, Ponzinibbio, that's it's a gonna, good fight. It's going to be a violent fight. Except Jeff Neal, you... right? He's got that weird... He has like a... Doesn't he have a... Me- metabolic disorder does he i don't really know but i like ponzanidio in this fight hmm. uh so maybe not on the parlay then Ooh. do we put sugar son on the parlay? on the parlay if yeah gonna, i think so yeah is, is it's, he... it, it's a name right <laughs> yeah Dom, Do, dominic cruz dominic cruz pedro munoz i like that didn't Dan Ige, Drake wow. is duplessis dude I... Is that is that our is that our is that our favorite South African fighter? Drickus Duplessis. I like I like uh, I like Dan Hooker myself. Dan Hooker's from Australia. Australia is is South Africa. Australia is South Africa. (laughs) Oh, it is. Yeah, of course it is. Thank you for for catching that lob, though. I I threw it out there hoping one of you would get it. Uh, oh, your guy Ryan Hall is on this card. Oh shit. Yeah, he's gonna remember that weird thing where he was just doing those Gramby rolls. <laughs> then he got knocked the fuck out. Oh man, that's yeah. gonna be a fun one. I'm excited. Eminari rolls. <laughs> well, it was like a half Eminari, half Gramby. It was. It was like whatever I could do to try and get your legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Jordan Wright is on this card. Jordan Wright, oh, Bruno the Silva. The Beverly Hills Ninja, Jordan mm-hmm. Wright. Is that yeah. what they call him? That's yes. His yes. <laughs> he's, he's fucking good too. The Beverly Hills Ninja. That may be up there with the best nicknames or your fight nicknames in in the game. Look at that. That's that is right up there. We're gonna have to do an episode where we rank them, but that's right up. There. His significant strikes per minute, man, seven point one three. Here's the thing, though. I'm and and when we talk about constructing a a bet ticket. Is the very first fight on the card one you want to hang the whole thing on? <laughs> or do you want to, you know what I mean? Well, these are not necessarily in fight order yet. I oh, really? Oh, okay. I have a feeling that this will be co-main of the prelims. I don't see this being on the pay-per-view. With, with who? Jordan Wright, Bruno Silva. No, who, who else? Who is the featured prelim then? Emmett and Ige? Uh, Macy Barber. Macy Barber. I like Macy Barber. Yeah. I'd put that as the co-main or as the main on the prelims. Maybe. She kind of she kind of took a step back in the last couple. So maybe Pedro Munoz and uh Dom Dominic. And Dominic Cruz. On the on the prelims? Did you yeah. just put Dominic Cruz on a prelim? Yeah. Wow. Do you think he would sell pay-per-views and that's it? No. Then you why so I wouldn't put But I think he it. deserves to be on the main card. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose so. Over like jo- over Josh Emmett and Dan Ige, who are higher ranked. I mean different weight division, but I mean they're higher I mean, ranked he's fighters. A bigger, he's a bigger name though. Yeah. Ah, shit. 
I mean, you could because they're gonna put Sugar Sean on the pay per view. Yeah, they're definitely. gonna put Garbrandt, Matt Schnell on this card with Alex Perez. This is a good card. So maybe Pedro and Dom if it's a six fight main card, which now the Edwards Masvidal fight gets thrown out. So that yeah, they would definitely yeah, be on the pay per view. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. How many how many fights do you want to do on the parlay? Three fights. You like three fights? Yeah. Okay. And are we only going to play one? Yeah. Yeah, it's not the pretty neat parlays. <laughs> <laughs> and hedge- hedging is for pussies. <laughs> and for Sonic. Um, let's no, take... <laughs> no. No. Edit that out. <laughs> uh okay i i like poirier by knockout in this one i think poirier by knockout okay i do too Uh, but also i mean by decision i like him i like him to win the fight (laughs) okay okay i like him to to show i like i I like him to win i like him to place (laughs) yeah got it he's definitely gonna show this one uh i'm into that Nunez, KO. <laughs> nah, Juliana Pena is a ground game expert. So, man? yeah, she tries to take her down and beat her at her own game. I have a feeling like this one's a, a decision. Could be. Hmm. Could also be a knockout. I think it's a stay away though because you're you're really reaching to get any sort of favorable odds on Amanda. Yeah, True. and. We could put her to win the fight just as a as a way to like bump the parlay a little bit, but it, it would really depend on what else we were putting on there. I like Cody against Kaikara, but if you guys are not as sold on that, that's fine. At one twenty at one twenty five, do you think that's that's a decision win? I don't know. No, I don't think Cody wins fights by decisions. I think it's a knockout. I'm really I like like Ryan said too. I'm curious after seeing TJ at 125, like and Cody's a little taller, and seeing him at 125, I uh, I gotta see him first. I gotta see him at least once. Well, he ate one almond today in preparation. So. <laughs> <laughs> mm, almond. <laughs> he was that weird guy at uh, Pinkberry who only wanted one almond. <laughs> What? I don't know. Yogurt toppings, you know. I, yo- Pinkberry's good. Lots of my does it even exist anymore? I think it does, but you know, not as as prevalent as it used to be. Uh, Sean, I like Sean. I like I, Sean by decision. Decision. Yeah, I mean, he fought a dude who was just a guy in a gym. And he he couldn't knock him out until the third round. <laughs> um, in his last, I sent fight. him a coloring book. <laughs> right. Ooh. I saw it... him on the side of the road the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Just some guy in green hair. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, I have to check this because I believe he's fighting this weekend. Uh, Moutinho, I believe he is. Yeah, on the undercard, right? No, I didn't see him. 
on there. I don't know. The Moutinho thing is is a weird. He's fighting soon if he's not fighting on this card. Kennedy Njeku. Nope, it wasn't this one. Oh, well. I am of the belief that that should have been considered a knockout because he got punched in the head 11 million times. And that's only a slight exaggeration. And I am also on record as saying referees need to get in front of some of this stuff a little more. But yeah, I, th- I heard he was fighting too. Did he fight last weekend? No, no, I didn't see him no, fight. It's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not this weekend. I was wrong. Anyway, I'm gonna bring this back up, back up to 69, back on our screens. Ugh, shit. I'm like, part of me would think Ryan Hall is a sure thing. This, have you seen Randy Costa fight? No. So Randy Costa is like, was like, this is supposed to be the next Sage. Like he's a highlight reel KO type of kickboxer guy, but he gasses. He gasses usually before the middle of the second round. Like his, he's just not an athlete. He's just a bodybuilder type, you know. Um, but he got destroyed in his last fight, and um, so uh, betting against him wouldn't be a bad idea. <laughs> Hmm. It's a good thing Sage North got fought before PEDs were tested for. <laughs> he was on the Great Exodus with Usada's entry. His Shit. this this like split bicep thing that he's rocking is fucking ludicrous. I mean, I, I'm for it, but it's ludicrous. Ah, yeah. I'm excited about watching Max Holloway fight. You really think he he Gaier could beat him? That's the thing you really think, or that's like a thing you want to? No, I really think Gaier cannot beat him. Okay, I'm pretty positive. Pretty positive. Kind of felt earlier like you were starting to make the point that maybe he could. I agree with Ryan on like he's got those elbows and he's got some spins, but like Max has so much experience. He doesn't get tired. He's fought more recently. It's Max. <laughs> he's like he's like our friend. We should get him on the podcast. I want to have Ben Rothwell and Chris Barnett on the podcast. Yes. I'm gonna try and get Chris Barnett. I'm going to see if he'll come on the podcast. He seems like the type of guy who would. I want him to. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me uh, too. Felicia Spencer on this card. It's kind of not a great fight night card, except for the main event. And yeah. the main event is like fantastic for a fight night card. Yeah. So it's uh, multiple, you know, both extremes. Pretty blase and then wow this is a great fight i think i'll probably watch some of bellator tomorrow i love when there's fights on fridays because i just it's like a little surprise it's an appetizer for saturday it's one of my favorites better toll you're gonna watch cyborg knock out an irish woman yeah 
Maybe I'll listen yeah. to the Chieftains. Uh, uh, the Foggy Dew. I'll listen to Foggy Dew by the Chieftains. I think uh, it's the one Sinead O'Connor sang uh, when Connor walked out in Ireland. No, that was in Vegas. Uh, but uh, yeah, maybe I'll listen to that. It'll be like funeral music. Yeah, okay. I'm, da- I'm down for that. <laughs> is that a pay-per-view on Showtime or is it just on Showtime? Just Showtime. All Bellator is just on Showtime. Okay. They just, don't a, just, a, just a boxing does some pay-per-views. Okay. Isn't uh, Bud Crawford fighting this weekend too? Uh, no, but I think he fights soon. Hmm. He's went... such a beast. He's fighting Sean Porter on the tw- next weekend on the twentieth. Oh, my bad. Hmm. You have a you have a read on that one? I like Crawford. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty safe bet. Sean Porter has, according to this thing I'm reading just right now been sparring with Javante Davis which is definitely not a not a bad idea if you're trying to get ready for Terrence Crawford mm-hmm. Javante is a fucking monster but what did what did he say I think Javante said after the Canelo fight Canelo is me at 168 or whatever because Javante is a little guy but Javante hits like a fucking truck uh, but I don't think Sean Porter can beat Terrence Crawford but Sean Porter is good and he looked really good in his fight against, I want to say, Errol Spence, right? Yeah. Uh, like, way better than anyone thought he would. So, also, if you've ever heard him do commentary, he definitely loses his train of thought with frequency, which blows me out. <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, the round that just happened? Oh, yeah. Be like, <laughs> well, what I, what I really think is, the guy who is fighting is going to be the guy who wins. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> Superb analysis. <laughs> well, well said, Sean Porter. Thank you. He, I, yeah, that was against Errol Spence. When was that fight? Was that, yeah, September 2019. That's right. I went Split and saw uh, my wife and I went to a show this past weekend. What did you see? Elton Brown. Oh, how was that? You've been talking about that for a while. The chef. Yeah. He's the host of Cutthroat Kitten Kitchen. Kitten. Cutthroat Kitten is a <laughs> way different thing. It's a wow. Way thing. Uh, and uh, uh, Good Eats is the one he was known for. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it was all about science. They uh, cooked 15 pounds of chicken wings using heat guns. Um, and they actually fried using the fat within the chicken uh, because Alton Brown hates air fryers because they are convection ovens. They're not air fryers. They don't fry anything. You have to have oil to fry it, and chicken wings don't have enough fat on them uh, unless you heat them a certain way, (laughs) like using heat guns. Heat gun. And they actually fried them. In a in a big giant turbine, it was fucking crazy in the middle of the stage. Thought the whole place was gonna blow up. Did you get to eat them? Uh, yes, actually, it was pretty amazing. Was yeah. that the Beyond the Eats tour? 
It was the Beyond the Eats tour. It was fantastic. Yeah. He has an aged eggnog recipe on his website that I think I'm going to try. Here's a real thing about me. I love eggnog. Not ashamed to admit it. I didn't know that. Yeah, before. that's a pretty polarizing drink. It's right there with pineapples on pizza. All that all that other like dumb internet shit that yeah. ultimately doesn't matter. Alcohol and milk. <laughs> <laughs> so it separate the eggs. Store the whites for another application. Right. Beat the, beat the yolks, yolks, with the sugar and nutmeg in a large mixing bowl. And this is this is the the segment of the show where I read a recipe off on, on the website. Store the whites for another application. Use them. Don't don't throw Do them away. Do not throw them away. Combine dairy, booze, and salt in a second bowl or pitcher and slowly beat the egg mixer. <laughs> Move to a large glass jaw or a jar or a couple of smaller ones. Glass jaw. This is a fighting podcast. And store in the fridge for a minimum of two weeks. A month would be better and two better still. In fact, there's nothing that says you couldn't age it a year. But I've just never been able to wait that long. And yes, you can also drink it right away. Serve in mugs or cups topped with a little extra nutmeg. I might do this this weekend. This sounds delightful. Aged. His Aged popcorn. We've made his popcorn recipes a couple times. Balderdash delicious. <laughs> Balderdash. Balderdash. Like your ex. Balderdash <laughs> is not the not the adjective that I was thinking you were going to use to describe how delicious the popcorn recipes were. They're balls delicious. Balls ass delicious. What's the best alcohol for eggnog? Isn't it brandy? You could go cognac, you could go bourbon. This also says Jamaican rum. This also says one cup of each, so maybe how much of this fucking Eight to ten servings. This is a lot of eggnog. Wow. We're getting drunk on eggnog. A cup (laughs) of bourbon, cognac, and rum. So three cups of hard alcohol. (laughs) Merry fucking Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Like, what what even? Hey, say, well, it said you can let it sit for a while, dude. Make it this weekend. Up to two years. Have it on your birthday. Well, look, I have this barrel. this This little bourbon barrel here. Yeah. I can put it in there. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then have it on your birthday. I'm not actually going to put it in there, and I could have it on my birthday. I, this is this is something I, I may do. I have a KitchenAid. I can make that work. Yeah. Well, like I said, I'm going to come out there. It's going to be Hanukkah. We're going to drink some of this on, on Hanukkah? Yeah. You know, it's the drink of the Jews, eggnog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 it's it's so not the, <laughs> the family guy joke something about a bar mitzvah and he says he killed Mordecai yeah. the dancing Yiddish clown yeah. it, I can't uh, I can't do milk and alcohol it'll give me the Manischew shits <laughs> and we cut it there <laughs> Let's go. 